Welcome back again, friends, to your daily Bible podcast as we continue working our way through this story. Today, we are going to be looking in the book of Exodus once again, and today we're going to be in Exodus chapter 12. Now, to catch you up in the story, that baby Moses, the one from the basket that was rescued by God through the princess, the daughter of Pharaoh in the river, that baby would grow up, would be trained and taught in the household of Pharaoh himself. One day, he's going to see some of his fellow countrymen being mistreated, and as a result, he's going to kill the guard, the the captor, and then when Pharaoh finds out about it, he has to flee into the desert, where he lives for 40 years as a shepherd, until one day he sees a bush on fire, but it's a strange fire because the bush is on fire, but the bush itself isn't burning, and then the bush talks to him. Out of the bush comes the voice of God, and God instructs Moses to go back to Egypt and to lead God's people, the Israelites, out of Egypt and into the promised land. In this conversation, God reveals to Moses his name for the very first time, I am that I am, Yahweh. And Moses takes that information and a staff given to him by God back to Egypt, where he tells Pharaoh that it's time to let the people go. He performs a miracle with the staff turning into a snake. Pharaoh's not impressed, and he warns him that God is going to make this happen, and God will demonstrate his power. And the plagues come next. First, the Nile turns to blood, then the frogs, then the lice or the gnats, flies, then the livestock, then the boils, then the hail, then the locusts, then darkness. And finally, we come to the tenth plague, where not only are we going to see God really bring his judgment to bear against a hardened Pharaoh and the Egyptian people, but at the same time, we're going to see God reveal his plan for the future. Today, we will look at Exodus chapter 12, verse 12 through 13. On that same night, I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn of both people and animals. I will bring judgment on all of the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. Okay, so on that night, on the night of the very first Passover, God gives very specific instructions to his people, Israel, where they are to eat a certain way, dress a certain way, prepare the lamb in a certain way, and then take the blood of this spotless lamb and put it over the top of their doorway and down each post. What happened that night is just as God said, the angel of death descended on Egypt and every firstborn in the city was killed except those who the blood of the lamb covered the doorway. And here we see a foreshadowing of God's plan to rescue his people, the blood of the lamb. It wasn't the fact that they were Hebrew or Israelite. Their blood wouldn't protect them. It was the blood of something else, the blood of someone else. It wasn't their bloodlines. It was the blood of the lamb. And that is going to play itself out in the future in the story in a profound way. As John the Baptist said the day that he first saw Jesus approaching, Look, here comes the lamb of God 
who will take away the sin of the world. As the writer of Hebrews would tell us, Jesus was our Passover lamb without a single blemish or fault. Just as the only way to escape judgment that night in Egypt was the blood of the lamb, friends, the only way for you and I to escape judgment is the blood of the lamb, Jesus Christ. By believing Jesus Christ is the Son of God, receiving him into our life as our Lord and Savior, and confessing our sin, we are marked with the blood of the Lamb. And the blood of the Lamb, just as it was then, is still the mark, the sign, for the judgment of God to pass over. Friends, I want to encourage you, wherever you are listening right now, call out to the Lord. Receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Have your life marked by the blood of the Lamb. There is nothing more urgent or more important than that. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you that you were sacrificed on our behalf, that your blood covered over all of our sin, and that because of your death and your life, we are covered over, are passed over. We are able to not only escape the wrath and judgment of God, but we are able to enter into a family relationship with you. We are able to become the children of God. We are able to become heirs and descendants of the promises of God. We are able, God, to walk in the fullness and the freedom that only you can provide. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.